gentlemen, welcome to the Roman Regret Podcast. I'm Andy Drake. Johanna Myers. Nate Tussie, and we drink and we know things. Uh, welcome to the Halloween cast. Yes. Yay! So, yeah, today I think we should talk about our favorite sort of like things that you need to see during this time of year. Because like, you know, like Christmas, there are a couple of movies that you just have to see during Christmas. Halloween, there are a few movies that I need to see just to sort of get in the spirit of things. Um, and one of those, believe it or not, is Poltergeist. Mm. The original Poltergeist. That's the TV, right? The this house is yeah. yeah, that movie fucked me up when I was younger. Well, as it should be, if you watched yeah. that when you were younger, like when I saw Nightmare on Elm Street for the first time, I couldn't sleep right for a month. <laughs> Candy yeah, for me. Oh, candy man. Yeah. Wait, should I say it again? <laughs> candy. Beetlejuice <laughs> 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 will just appear, right? All right. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so where do we start? I guess, well, let's kick it off with a question, maybe. Okay. Be a good conversation starter. Okay. Is the Nightmare Before Christmas a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? Seems pretty obvious, but I've heard a good debate on this one. I say both. I watch it both times of the year. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I had somebody at work call me out, though, and said, uh, Santa's in it. It's a Christmas movie, and he delivers presents. Like, yeah, but he's the pumpkin king. And, and it's Tim Burton and Twisted. And Okay, so Disneyland dresses their park up for Halloween as Nightmare Before Christmas. Boom. Not Christmas. From the mouse... Okay, but but doesn't Haunted Mansion stay Nightmare Before Christmas through Christmas? Does it? I believe it does. Oh, fuck. All right, well, there went my... <laughs> no, I, I think that your theory holds true, though. I mean, if yeah. they're decorating it for Halloween in that fashion, that's, that's it's their a, Halloween property. Yeah. Hmm. Now, I would, I would say that Nightmare Before Christmas is more Halloween than Christmas. I, I associate it more with Halloween. Uh, just because of the main characters and sort of their, the story, mm -hmm. um, uh, even though Santa's in it, you know, I think it's, yeah, I think it's definitely more Halloween. And I think just because there's more, there are more Christmas movies out there than quote unquote Halloween movies, you know, ones that actually mention the holiday versus just horror films. Yeah, I Whereas, think you got like Nightmare Before Christmas and Hocus Pocus. Those are the right. two movies here about. <laughs> what about right, yeah. Well, for Halloween movies. Yeah. yeah. So that's where, yeah, that's where, that's where I sit on this. I, it's more Halloween to me, and, and I, I, I have, you know, more movies that I associate with Christmas, and, and Nightmare Before Christmas is sort of one of those sacred sort of Halloween views for me. Yeah. I have, uh, so I'm, as I've said on this podcast before, a huge horror movie fan. Yeah. I do have a little delineation of horror movies that are specific to Halloween for me. Okay. Versus horror movies that I'll watch any given Tuesday. <laughs> okay. So, so for me, it's uh, Halloween. I always have to watch the classics like Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th. Scream. Like, no, not Scream. <laughs> It's good, but it's not, you know, not on that level. 
And then specifically haunting movies for some reason. I leave all the, the twisted slasher screwed up movies for any given Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. So what, now in terms of haunting movies, what are your favorite haunting movies? Exorcist by far. Oh, of, of course. Of yeah. course. <laughs> yeah. Um, the haunting actually is a, one of my favorites. The, um, the Hill House movie with, the house uh, on Haunted Hill. with, uh, What's her bucket? Oh God! With Luke Wilson and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Zeta-Jones. Yeah. And you and no Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Yeah. I was just thinking about that one with the giant statue in the water grabs the. Per- yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good one. I've been told by certain people that will remain nameless that I'm not a fan of horror movies. <laughs> gave him a ton of shit at the time, but I think he's actually probably right. I mean, yeah. Maybe I like sci-fi horror movies more than actual horror movies like Alien. Yeah, and that kind uh-huh. of thing. Event Horizon. <laughs> yeah, Event Horizon is is one of my favorite sci-fi horror. Excuse me, we were actually talking about that the other day, trying to think what did we just see recently that reminded us of Event Horizon, and it was the Cloverfield Paradox. Right. Oh yeah, which yeah. was really cool. Not really a horror movie, but just sci-fi. Yeah. Kind of mind-bendy stuff. I've never. So as far as movies that you have to watch on Halloween. I'm honestly don't have a list for that. I'm down to watch whatever in general. I didn't watch a whole lot of horror when I was a kid. I did read it at a very inappropriate age. So maybe that turned me <laughs> off <laughs> to anything, but just trying to go through the, my memories of horror movies when I was a kid, Pet Cemetery fucked me up pretty bad. Oh really, yeah. Um, never read the book, which is probably sacrilege, but man, that movie was good. And, the other one that I really liked, I think is also Stephen King, was The Cat's Eye. Yeah. Do you remember that movie? I don't remember that. I one. do remember like, that, yeah. Cool, trying to kill the kid and the cat. Right, taking his breath. Right. Breath and I think it's the cat taking... Oh, dude. Okay. Really good. So, I'm not sure if it holds up, but... Dude, really on, on that note, one of the movies that screwed me up as a kid, I actually had... To, I saw it in the theaters and I had to leave the theater, was Needful Things. Oh, yeah. The one where the devil runs the bookstore and he um, people buy things that are supposed to like help them out and they, it turns out screwing them over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a horrible, horrible, horrible scene where they do very, very bad things to a dog. Spoiler and, alert. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, if you're listening, no real harms were harmed. No. No real dogs were harmed. But it was enough to make me leave the theater in tears. I was like, and I could not watch that movie for so long. Like we need to have a mystery science theater style viewing of that movie, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, I, did, I did rewatch it again as an adult and made peace with the dog scene. But <laughs> yeah. That was definitely one of those moments that it will that is stuck in my head for my entire life. <laughs> nice, thanks, mom. Yeah, <laughs> you me for life. <laughs> How about you, Andy? Uh, so well, uh, yeah. Again, uh, pol- a poltergeist screwed me up when I was younger. Um, uh, uh, and and um. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Uh, n- also, not Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Um, but, um, and yeah, and so, but then, you know, when when all these sequels started coming out and when Freddy became more campy, and obviously I was getting older at the time, so I got, you know, you're getting more used to it, but uh, um, no, those two, when I was, because there was no filter, like there there was no, the rating system didn't matter in the Drake house growing up. 
So, so I, I had sort of full access to anything I wanted to see. <laughs> Brown uh, Brown yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we did get the Playboy channel, but that is a topic for another cast. I guess. <laughs> um, Basic instinct all the time. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, there a lot of the horror movies I watched, and, and so I started to get desensitized to it a little bit as uh, you know, as I started to watch more and more of them. But I, um, yeah, I mean, no, Poltergeist was was like the one that just got me, and that started my fear of clowns. Of course, um, we had a tree right outside of my window, um, oh, house, no. which, which you know. At, all it took was one sort of storm, you know, to see that tree in, in sort of a quick flash. And I, you know, I sort of hunkered down and shut my blinds and, and everything. So, uh, yeah, Poltergeist was the one that, that really messed me up as a kid. Um, On the clown, uh, quick clown tangent, <laughs> or as uh, campy horror movies, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. No. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, candy cocoons and everything. <laughs> I want to see that movie again because I actually really like that movie for some reason. But the clowns were brutal in that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good segue into uh, sort of the guilty pleasure movies that you shouldn't like but you love. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Wow. I think well, I and so let me clowns movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me let me start off. So, one of my favorite sort of horror movies, but it's not—I wouldn't say it's sort of classic horror, but it, I mean, it definitely falls into the genre. Was um, Maximum Overdrive? Oh God, I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. Now, the soundtrack alone is fantastic. ACDC did the whole soundtrack, but I just—I love, love, love that movie, and it's so incredibly bad. Oh yeah. But but it's just. It's just an amazing, I, I, I don't know, if something about it just brings me back, and I just, I love watching it, and it's... Curtis! Yeah. Washing us. <laughs> we made you! We made <laughs> you! Go devil on you, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've actually seen this movie. Oh, for oh my God, shame! The semi-trucks that get possessed and... and... Round the them all up in a circle K. And <laughs> After a comet causes a radiation storm on Earth, machines come to life and turn against their makers. Yeah. <laughs> After a lot of truck stop, a group of survivors must fend up for themselves against a mass of homicidal trucks. A diner cook, Bill Robinson, played by Emilio Estevez, yep. emerges as the unlikely leader of the pack, attempting to find an escape plan for himself and the survivors, who includes his boss, Bubba Hendershot, played by Pat <laughs> Engel, and a newlywed couple. Release date, July 25th, 1986. Hell yeah. Yeah, never seen it. <laughs> oh, God, you gotta watch it. It's Man. Yeah, okay, that's your homework, Nate. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, uh, you have this been given homework to find that movie and watch it. Oh, it's on Netflix or streaming somewhere. Yeah. I watch it at least once a year. <laughs> right, yeah. Rip off of Carrie. Not Carrie. What am I thinking uh, Christine. of? Christine. Christine, thank you. Uh, yeah, it's sort of Christine on steroids. Huh. Yeah, because mm -hmm. Christine's just a car. This is like every electronic device in the world. Well, and and it's great, too, because sort of the, the leader of the possessed trucks is a toy truck that has a green goblin mask on it. I'm looking at the picture right now. That's amazing. And, <laughs> and it is, no, it is like, and that, you know, being young enough to 
you know, to not really sort of, you know, you know, see what you're looking at and you see that and it's just like, wow, that, that I love that movie. I really mm-hmm. can't get enough of that movie. <laughs> so that sounds like an MST3K moment right there. Oh, yeah. Um, no, ab- absolutely. Yeah. If, uh, um, if at some point when I'm visiting, we should definitely do whom, yeah, uh, Maximum Overdrive. Who, who does, um, I'm going to have to take a lap for this, but isn't Lisa Simpson the voice of the, the Curtis yeah. channel? Right, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, God, she's so great. I love her two pieces in this movie. <laughs> right, yeah. I could listen to her scream and wail all freaking day. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, uh, another movie that it's, it's not a bad movie by any means. Well, I don't think it's a bad movie by any means, but I associate this with Halloween too is Clue. Hmm. Yeah. I have to watch, I have to watch Clue this time of year. One plus two plus one plus one. <laughs> <laughs> Even if that's true, it was one plus one plus two plus one, not one plus two plus one. <laughs> Yeah, Don't I guess tell me you haven't seen it, Nate. <laughs> Sorry, I have nothing to say. <laughs> wow. All right, we we need to sit you down. And... Oh, I'm sure yeah. I've seen it at some point. I just don't know the quotes from it. God damn it. Yeah, in that same vein, Rocky Horror, of course. Yeah, th- that's th- now that's something that needs to be watched I, for me on Halloween. Yeah. Like uh, you know, because I could watch the others sort of leading up to Halloween, but like Rocky Horror is a Halloween sort of tradition. Oh, speaking of. That just reminded me, and I have not seen this movie since I was a kid, but it was our family childhood Halloween tradition, The Worst Witch with Tim Curry. Oh, yeah. Every Halloween we would watch it, and I would just be like, wide-eyed, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) So what about some more contemporary movies, like the new It? I, I... that movie freaked me the hell out, but I really liked it. And I was, spoiler alert, I was shocked at how graphic it got so quickly. So oh, I read yeah. the book when I was younger, and I'm sure I saw the series at some point. But I watched the series just before the movie came out, just as a refresher. And it was not that gory. Like, when we, when we were sitting in the theater, when, spoiler alert, when he bites Georgie's arm, oh. I, like, I think I actually audibly was like, holy shit. Yeah, I did the same thing. <laughs> like, both Mouse and I were like, whoa, okay, they're not messing around. Yeah, they really went for it there. But, so, uh, for my shame, I have not seen the new it yet. What? Oh, yes. oh, god damn it. Andy, have I given you access to my uh, account for with all the movies on it? No. Okay, I will send that to you, and it's on there so you can watch it for free. Mm-hmm. Ah, well, thank you. Yeah. Mazel tov. Did you guys see Get Out? Yes. Andrew? Uh, I have not seen Get Out yet either. What? Oh my yeah. god, it's I know. so good. Jordan Peele. Oh and, my gosh, oh, yeah. My god, you have to see that movie, man. It's amazing. Talk about a good contemporary thriller. Yeah. Just really well done from beginning to end and broke all kinds of records. It's right. Have to see it. So I ended up watching recently a trifecta of just really strange horror movies. So I watched uh, Darren Aronofsky's mother with Jennifer Lawrence. How was that? Oh yeah. Really deep. Really? There's, there's a very deep underlying message to that one. It's, it's, it's weird. That like, I kept like, getting angry and like you know wanting to fight for jennifer lawrence like ah (laughs) 
um, that Jeez. one, Hereditary, which turned out a lot different than I thought it was going to be. No spoilers. Was it good? It was good-ish. Because I, oh. I, I was expecting it to be something way different than it was. So afterwards, I was kind of like, okay, what the hell did I just watch? And then the third one was The Witch, which that one I think came out like a while back. I have that on my list too, and I haven't seen it. Okay, I'm gonna I heard warn that you. Was creepy as fuck. I'm gonna warn you. Um, watch it with subtitles because mm. the whole movie is in that old colonial like. Oh really? Pretty, would thou want me to right. go return thy butter? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah, it took like. I watched like five minutes of it, and I was like, "I don't. I have no idea what they just said. I gotta turn it, turn on the subtitles." But I, it is a really good movie. Well, I, now I haven't seen this one. What's how old is this movie? Oh no, this is it's the actual poster. It's it's spelled like the witch with a W almost. It's two V's, double V I T C H. Okay. Basically, I haven't seen it, but let me just yeah from the previews. It's basically these it's these pioneers or not pioneers even colonial era um, family that moves out of town basically into this meadow and tries to build their life there. Yeah, they get like kicked out of society. Okay. Yeah, you can tell this better than I can. But apparently, they get close to the the stomping grounds of this. Oh yeah, thing. this witch. Yeah. So they're they're right outside of a, a forest that looks very witchy and haunted. Yeah. Okay. And stuff starts happening and it's, you know, the not to give too much away, but it's, you know, very much like is it the witch or the family turning on themselves? What's going on? And, and you know, it's it's really really interesting because it's kind of more historically accurate for like the way that witches were perceived back in that time. Hmm. And it's creepy as fuck too. Very cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah, now that I'm going through this list, I'm just looking. I looked up best horror movies on Google, and uh, a unique IP. So, to that end, do you guys have a favorite Halloween or scary movie that wasn't from a book or a show or a comic book or anything like that? Hmm. Well, I think here's where I'm going to have to go there on this one. I really, really, really like The Human Centipede. Oh, <laughs> Oh, you want cuttlefish? <laughs> You're not allowed to do an Asian accent, Joe. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the, one of the oddball ones that I'm like, I have to watch once a year. Did you see Tusk? Oh, and I love Tusk. I didn't see that. How was it? It, it's weird. Like it like, makes you feel weird. <laughs> Wait, worse than human <laughs> centipede? <laughs> well, there, there's a very human centipede element to it, but it's still very much Kevin Smith and Justin Long, and so you're just like, there's one scene where you're laughing your ass off, and then there's a scene where you're like, oh, dear God. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's amazing. How about you, Andy? That's a good question. Uh, you know, I, um, 
I don't know if there's yeah I don't know if there's a like a movie but I had um I had these books growing up that I always read during uh this time of year where um the art was just so creepy and so messed up but I love the art but I love the stories too I, I don't know if you guys remember these books at all but um it was scary stories to tell in the dark and then more scary stories to tell in the oh, dark oh yeah I remember that yeah. um and I had those books growing up. I, I own them. I don't know what happened to them. They're gone now. I don't know where they are, but. I, I, just, I hope I have them in a box somewhere because I had all of them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the art was just so incredibly creepy, but the, but the stories were good too. And it was just something that I loved um, to read growing up. And I, I heard, you know, there were a few uh, like a rumblings here and there that they were going to make uh, a movie, you know, with the short stories and, and you know, try to do it, but it never came of anything. So, God, I hope it doesn't, because I mean, just there's no way I think you can translate those images into film. No, I absolutely agree. Absolutely. Ready Player One example? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh no! God, I remember reading. Like, I would want to read those books, but they scared me so bad. Like, I would just like look at it, and like I had to like pump myself up to read it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. You know, just open the book. Just, just yeah. open it. You don't have to start reading it right now. Just, you know. Right, yeah. Because they were freaky. Yeah. So maybe so. a different... Um, this is one that I really like. It's kind of a guilty pleasure movie, but it's actually really fun, is what we do in the shadows. Oh, There's, yeah. Jermaine yeah. Clement from... Uh, oh, shit. Fly the Concords. Fly the Concords. Right, yeah, Taika Waititi. The director of Ragnarok. Right, yeah. yeah. Trio of vampires, super campy, completely hilarious, and they reference it in Ragnarok when the rock guy, who's voiced by Taika Waititi, is saying, hey, man, what about this sharp stick? Right. <laughs> like, three-pronged stick, and, and the only thing you could use that of the three vampires were standing close together. And he's referencing <laughs> the movie. It's uh, yeah. I know, I never saw that, but... Uh, Somebody it. was telling me you I was like it. I so have funny. to see it. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean it's it's a it's a who's who of like uh, of you know British comedians who have just sort of who who were sort of under the radar but are now getting sort of big um, and and you know more noticed and um, it's no it's classic it's yeah it's a really good it's a really good movie it's it's totally worth it yeah. Yeah, and then. Three of my staples and favorite movies ever. Uh, Hellraiser 1, 2, and 4. I could never get into the Hellraiser movies. I love them. I think uh, I one, mean, specifically 1, 2, and 4. I, I think I missed the, the, the rest of them, um, meh. Well, because they're never, I don't think there's any way they hold up, right? Should I try them anyway? Because I'm sure I saw one of them. So. But Pinhead and all that, and it's a Pandora's box and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, right? watch 1 and 2. 1 and 2 are like, like sequels like it's not an anthological or anything okay. like that it's, right. you know mm -hmm. the two is a direct sequel of one and follows the same story if you find after you watch one and two that you want to watch more skip to four okay four is a better movie then after four if you still want more then watch three five six seven eight nine ten however many but okay. after after four they just get kind of Dumb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your 1987 is fresh on Rotten Tomatoes at 70.9%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I, I love the Hellraiser franchise. Um, uh, and yeah, and those, yeah, no, those movies specifically were, were really good. I, yeah, I, I don't think I've seen past five, if there is past five. I think there is. Um, I know I've seen all of them up until yeah. like probably five years ago. Mm-hmm. But there was one that was, um, it was a computer game version one where the, they, there was a, some rich asshole made a computer game and threw a party and everybody was there that played the game and turns out the game was a digital version of the Fox and then oh, shit. the uh, Cenobites came and killed everybody. <laughs> right. Nice. Yeah. Great party. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so I'm, I'm a little shocked with this group that we haven't mentioned a certain movie yet. Well, bring it out there, big boy. Evil Dead 2. Oh, oh, yeah, because all the categories so far have been like things you shouldn't like. And, and, <laughs> yeah, this is an yeah. awesome okay. movie. How about franchises where every single movie is solid effing gold? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you guys did you guys watch Ash versus the Evil Dead? I did not. I watched like two episodes, I think. Okay, we watched the first season. We did not watch the second season. Uh, amazing, and I should have totally watched it. Yeah, the first and season was good. Watch were were phenomenal, and I don't even. I'm kicking myself now why I didn't continue it. But yeah, that's a yeah. pretty common theme for a lot of these things now. It's because with the rise of those independents like you know Netflix, Amazon, and uh, etc., there's so much good TV to watch. Right, there's so many good shows, and you really miss out on a lot. Because you just don't have enough time. Yeah. Unless yeah. you YouTube personality and all you do is talk about shows, which would be amazing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or so you're my father-in-law who just sits and watch TV. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, exactly. I can't wait to be retired and I can watch all the TV I want. <laughs> Jobin will be that person. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jack directly into your brain or something like that. There won't even be TV. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Two quick things I had to mention, though, as far as movies in the last, you know, 15 20 years or so that I really enjoyed a lot more than I thought I would. Um, the ring. Um, oh yeah. And more specifically the original version from Japan. I think it's Ringo or Ringu, something like that. Oh, you watch that? Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, well, way weird. Okay. Um, way better than the Americanized version, in my opinion. But that actually really just got into the zeitgeist like crazy back in one, like early two thousands when it came out, I was living in San Diego and everyone was talking about it and it was just a great, Great environment that I was in, watching it with a bunch of my friends. We had a blast with yeah. that. That was the start of the whole Japanese horror yeah, uprising. Crossover, yeah. yeah. The other one that really killed me was The Grudge. And yeah. that was something that, even though I hadn't seen it in years, uh, when I first moved into this place about five, six years ago, I had a, a, I don't know if I had eaten pizza or something for dinner, I had the most vivid dream where I'm sleeping on the edge of the bed and I flip over and the kid is standing there going <laughs> in my oh, face. I think I might have peed a little. It was <laughs> so scary. And yeah, I had sleep paralysis and everything. It was yeah. absolutely horrifying. That was honestly yeah. one of the last movies to really, truly <laughs> frighten me. But the grudge? Oh yeah. yeah. The grudge yeah. scared the pants off of me. And like the scene Hello. specifically <laughs> when she falls or comes down out of the closet. Yeah. That part, yeah. I was just like, oh, no, because I have, like, a closet thing. Yeah. <laughs> a closet thing, a spider thing. Yeah. 
We need to find a horror movie that has spiders in a closet. <laughs> nope. And then and then people that get sewn together, and then Joe will be happy. <laughs> what if we do a spider's ass to Sarah Michelle Gellar's face? Yeah. <laughs> it's the human grudge too. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but uh, on sort of the not really topic of uh, of uh, foreign movies that were great in their original form, but then got shitty American remakes. Uh, and sort of in the horror genre, uh, let the right one in. Oh yeah, I never saw the uh, the remake of it. Okay, yeah, don't. Don't. It's not, it's, oh, it's, no. it's it's it's. Oh, the original was so good. It's yeah, and it's it's okay. Like the remake is okay, but it's it was sort of like the um, uh, the Nightmare Before Elm Street remake that happened a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. You just didn't need it. Yeah, you, know, you just didn't need yeah. it. Was fine. It was fine with subtitles. I was yeah. good with subtitles and let the right one in, and it was. Come such on, a lazy Americans, re- learn to read. Seriously, yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. What about? Um, have you guys ever seen Brotherhood of the Wolf? No. Okay, so if you haven't seen this, you should look it up. I'm not sure how it's going to hold up, but it's an obscure French movie, but it's on one of those trips, kind of like. Um, not really like the witch, but it's something that's more of a whodunit kind of mystery, and they think it's like the supernatural beast, and it ends up being something different. But it was this movie I saw maybe in early two thousand, and it really just completely captured me because it's basically like this tribal environment somewhere in the highlands of X country, you know, mythological country, whatever. Mm-hmm. And these two strangers come to town, and it's a guy dressed in like some really weird kind of colonial era British clothing with his Indian guide, but then there's like Kung Fu style moves and flintlock pistols and like a saber tooth cat coming out of nowhere. It's this amazing kind of horror thriller whodunit viscera everywhere. Wow. It's probably one of the best movies that I had never heard of that I just randomly watched on some service. It wasn't even service back then. Yeah. It was either on HBO or something like that. And completely mesmerizing me. So if you have a chance to, to look it up, it's called Brotherhood of the Wolf. And I'm okay. pretty sure it's subtitled because it's a French movie. But holy crap. I'm not sure how it holds up, but watch it. <laughs> I'll check it, it out. Okay. Uh, th- that leads me to, uh, I mean, and I wish we would have thought, I, I would have thought of this earlier. Um, but uh, I mean, we didn't really have time to prepare for this anyway, so it wouldn't have mattered. Um, Spoiler. But, they don't know that. Well, yeah, well, I don't know. Now they know. Um, uh, what is your favorite... Like, because because we have all the sort of the genre movies: the vampire, the werewolf, um, uh, your Frankenstein monsters movie. What's your what's your favorite werewolf movie? Oh, I was just gonna go into zombie movies. All right, we'll go <laughs> okay, werewolf. all right. Uh, American Werewolf in London, hands uh, down. absolutely, hands down. Yeah, so. yeah. Joe, Underworld. Ooh, good poll. Interesting. Vampire or werewolf? werewolf. Yeah. Werewolf. Fun fact, they remade that in 4K and it looks amazing. Because it's super dark, so you get all the definition through everything. It's Yeah. And talk about a hottie from my list. Oh, yeah. (laughs) God, she could be a vampire for me any day. (laughs) You sure it's just not the the leather tight outfit? Uh, I don't care what she's wearing, Andy. Okay. All right. Okay. (laughs) Put her in a burlap sack. Nate doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. 
She still looks good after several kids and more decades on the planet than me. Oh my God, she's gorgeous. Yeah, so uh, this is a total sidebar on, on our current conversation, but there was a story that came out um, a bunch of years ago, and we might have talked about this, I think, on one of the After Dark uh, podcasts. Uh, but she, uh, and I don't know if she's still married to um, uh, to What's-His-Face, the director. So Kate McIntyre, um, for those listeners that don't, drool over her all the time. Uh, so her and her husband used to send dirty videos to each other when they were away from each other. Shut up. Yeah. Come on, iCloud. <laughs> oh, wait. So, no, didn't she date Les Michael Wiseman Sheen? Or Len Wiseman. Oh, Len, yeah, okay. I don't know that she dated Michael Sheen. No, because wasn't the whole thing Sarah Silverman was dating him and her and Kate Beckinsale were like, they made a joke about like, her um, Sarah Silverman stealing Kate Beckinsale's ex-boyfriend. Uh, I, I think they dated. They both dated the head werewolf guy. You might be right. right. But yeah. Kate Beckinsale divorced Wiseman in 2016. Okay. I don't see anything else on her at this point, except for yeah. me in my dreams. Oh, <laughs> I'm just still thinking about like dirty videos between Kate Beckinsale and possibly Michael Sheen. Giggity. Right. Yeah. Videos, please. Yeah. <laughs> But I just thought of something back to um, movies that got remade that really didn't need to. Uh Another Halloween staple for me, Fright Night. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. First one was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Even with David Tennant in the new one, didn't need to be made. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. David Tennant as Chris Angel wasn't doing it for me. I'll take Chris Sarandon any day of the week. Right. Wow. Yeah. I want to go back to werewolf movies, though, because now I'm looking, paging through this list. (laughs) So, obviously, American Werewolf in London is on there first. Oh, yeah. What was the movie that had Jack Nicholson and Benicio Del Toro in it? And it was, I think it was called The Wolfman? If I'm not mistaken, I believe it was just called Wolf. Or Wolf. There you go, Wolf. I really like that movie. I mean, what a way to put that kind of, uh, you know, horror genre on a a more contemporary twist and have the guy you know like a, it's the rich guy that lives by himself and he gets bit by a dog and you're right werewolf and yeah that was that was a really cool movie and then yeah. one from uh, way back in the day that i thought was really cool was the monster squad so that that kind of oh, goes across yeah. all of the horror genres but that's where they kick wolfman in the crotch and he goes oh, that's right wolfman's got nards <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was 87, so... Oh, that was great. Oh, my God. That's a classic movie. I actually liked American Werewolf in Paris. Shame on you, Joe. Go take a lap. I know. (laughs) She didn't say Twilight, okay? So let's give her the benefit of the doubt. (laughs) I was shocked that she hasn't gone there. Uh, Well, but we're talking about good horror movies. Yeah. Well, no, you didn't qualify that. You said favorite werewolf movie. (laughs) If we're talking romantic comedies, then I'll talk about Twilight. Oh, good God. Romantic comedy. (laughs) What about that movie is funny? She's got a slack jaw through the entire trilogy. Just, yeah, I can't even. That's funny. (laughs) Thank you. I'll be here all week. Yeah. I just always hearken back to the very first time he sees Bella in the high school. That that image is forever burned in my brain for some reason. <laughs> oh my god, so priceless. And what? Okay, something that we—if we're going to talk a little bit more about werewolf stuff—I'll just do. I have one or two more. Uh, okay. Teen Wolf. 
Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a classic. Um, yeah, not really a horror movie at all, but just yeah. as far as a werewolf movie goes, just, you know. One, one of my favorite scenes in that movie is after he does the initial transformation into the werewolf, and and then it cuts to the dad opening the door and the dad's all wolfed out in the gray. <laughs> I just, that's, that's what, and I always laugh at that scene. It's just, it's just so great. Cause he goes through this like crazy transformation and everything. And it's so funny, but then the dad's just there and he's all wolfed out and everything. It's just. I was hanging out with his glasses on and his right. shirt. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. Let's pivot real quick then. What about your favorite zombie movies? Uh, Joe, go ahead. No pressure. No pressure, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, the first thing that came to mind was Shaun of the Dead. Yes. Absolutely, yeah, 100%. Yes. Oh, let's go to the but, Winchester and have a pint. Yeah. Um, um, I actually saw a recently a really, really good, I think it's Korean, um, zombie movie, uh, The Train to Busan. Oh, yeah. It's. I think it's on Netflix. Watch it. It is intense. Really? Yeah, it's, you know, basically you get on a train and there's zombies on the train. Oh, and nice. you gotta live through this zombie-infested train, and so are these like Walking I, Dead? No, these are like twenty-eight days later. These are twenty-eight runners, days later, fucking crazy. Which we definitely have to infected talk about for zombie movies because I infected. love twenty-eight days later. That oh was, yeah. Oh yeah. What about uh, Zombieland? That's good. I, I, I like Zombieland. It's. I, I mean, it's. I would say Zombieland is is. You know, I would say it's top ten. Um, I I love the Dawn of the Dead remake. Yeah, that was so good. That was good. Yeah, um, yeah, with Sarah Pauli and Ving Rhames. Um, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, that that's that's one of my favorite movies. Um, what about uh, World War Z? How'd you guys like that? Even though it's Bradley Pitt. You know, World War Z was just kind of there for me. Like I, you know, uh, and it was one of the things I always pick up on that in that movie, and it's like the only time I've ever seen it done in a zombie movie is when he wraps like the phone books around his forearms. Yeah. You know? Like that's the one thing I get from world war Z. It's like, Oh yeah. He, he was smart <laughs> enough to put phone books around his forearms. Like, yeah, that's pretty smart. You know? Right. That. We know what's great about that movie is apparently there's a video game coming out that uses that zombie horde mechanic where they can like pile on each other and scale skyscrapers. Oh God. I'm really excited for that. I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, that was like pretty much the, my main takeaway from that was like, oh shit. Yeah. Very cool. The pyramid of zombies. Right. What about, um, God, what was the other one I was just talking about? Uh, Resident Evil. Even though we're, it's coming from a video game and it's not really zombies, but the first one was cool, but good God, they have beat that horse to death. Yeah. Pardon the pun. The well, but, horse to death. Yeah. <laughs> Holy you, crap. You, Which, but, there was, I think it's the most recent one Ken and I actually watched and it was pretty darn good. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Well, so first, first and foremost, you, you put Ali Larder and Mia Jovovich in a movie. I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm not going to not watch it. <laughs> right. Regardless of, of, of what happens, um, you know, um, but you know, resident evil movies are, are guilty pleasures uh for the for this family at least and you know what we've seen each movie in the theater um just because it's something that that you know that jamie and i enjoy to do it's it's been sort of a 
like a standing date. And it's funny that all these movies just sort of keep coming out because it forces us to sort of get out <laughs> and go watch a movie regardless of how good it is. But no, and yeah, in the same vein, I love the last one. The last one was great. Yeah. Nice, right on. Yeah. So something that I watched recently that I forgot how much I liked was I Am Legend with Will Smith. It's the remake of Omega Man, the book. That one I have not seen all the way through. It's on the it's in my my watch queue, so you can totally see it. But it was another one of those movies they remade in 4K HDR, so all the shots yeah. have detail now, mm -hmm. and it's I love that movie. And it's okay. Not, so yeah, what what ending did you see on that? What? Is it on the remake? Uh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert. Joe hasn't seen it, so oh, it's okay. But uh, it's the escape through the tunnel inside the examination room and he has a grenade and blows everything up. Okay, all right. Watch the alternate ending on YouTube. Okay. And you will ask yourself why they didn't make that the original ending. No shit. All right. Yes. I'm glad I brought yeah. it up. That's awesome. Um I yeah, so I yeah, I liked I liked the book. Um I I loved the you know the Omega Man was okay. Um uh, the you know, and this was this was made at a time where where sort of CGI was just starting to get good, but you know the the sort of the CGI guys l took it out, you know, took me out of sort of the action yeah. of this movie, and um, I I do love the scene again. Spoiler alert, where he gets la, 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 la. right. Joe hasn't seen it. Yeah, okay, don't worry about so, it. So uh. But he gets where he gets knocked out and tied up. Oh right, yep. I love that scene. That scene is is really really good in terms of sort of tension and like oh my god, oh my god. Right. Um, Tells you a lot about what's happening on the right. side. Yep. Yeah. So um, I, yeah, that's no, it's a classic. Yeah. But but again, not not one of my favorite. You know, sort of representations of zombies or vampires, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> Fine. So on that note, favorite vampire movie. Oh God. Once bitten with Jim Once Bitten with Jim Carrey. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Best vampire movies. I mean Lost Boys comes to mind, even though it's not like a crazy vampire I mean this vampire movie. Um Interview with a Vampire I thought was cool. Uh Bram Stoker's Dracula is probably my favorite. Yeah. How are those maggots, Michael? Uh, <laughs> How they taste. <laughs> I mean, then you can go into Blade if we're talking vampire movies, which I absolutely love. But yeah. Bram Stoker's Dracula is probably my favorite. Guilty Pleasure vampire movie is from Dust Till Dawn all day. Oh, oh. God, yeah. It's the TD Twister. Come down. <laughs> yeah. Get a second pussy for a penny. <laughs> you find any better deal? Fuck it. <laughs> How about uh, you? Favorite vampire movie? Wow. Your Google machine uh, works. Mine's got to be a tie between Interview and Bram Stoker. Yeah. Like Interview, the same as Bram Stoker's Dracula? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? Because I do. <laughs> <laughs> Riveting detail, <laughs> Joanna <laughs> I, you know, I, I, yeah. I grew up watching those movies, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it no, it's hard for me to argue anything else other than those two. 
Um, yeah, I really can't. I like Underworld also. I mean, if we're throwing it out there as a werewolf movie, vampire movie, it has to be. <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's definitely both. I but and it, my my problem with the vampire versus werewolf movies is it's such a crutch is that it always focuses on the hybrid. Right. Yeah. You know, like and or the forbidden baby between two and which is the hybrid, but it's you know it it always comes to that, and I you know I just I I want something more out of my. My werewolf versus vampire movies. Yeah. My second tier vampire movies would be from Dust Till Dawn and Fright Night. <laughs> yeah. God, I'm trying to remember the name. What was the movie that had... Uh, and I have to try and figure this out now. So it was the kid and his best friend. Oh, am I thinking of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Maybe I'm thinking of that. That was a fun movie with Paul Rubens. Oh my God, how... Yeah. I not brought that up. That that's yeah. another favorite of mine. Ah, ah, ah. He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, <they> well. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Christy Swanson. Yeah, man. Oh my God, I had such a crush on that girl back then. <laughs> oh yeah. What matters worse is that we had a girl in in my high school who started like transferred in, and looked just like her. Oh wow. She sat wow. behind me in math class, and I was just petrified to talk to her. <laughs> just. Gorgeous, man. Oh, Buffy's man. behind me. I would never oh. forget that as long as I live. The other one that's yeah. coming up on this search here that I think is funny is Vampire in Brooklyn with Eddie Murphy. It, yeah. You, you know, know, as far as a, an off, you know, a different version of a vampire movie, I really enjoyed that. It was fun. I'll watch it if it's on for sure. Yeah. You know, he, during that period, he did a couple of genre movies, which I, I just love, and they are sort of guilty pleasures. Um, uh, the one where he was at the, the, uh, um, the 1930s sort of mob movie that he made. Oh yeah. True. Um, uh, uh, God, what was it like? Uh, I forget what it was called, but it's, I, whenever it's on cable, I always watch it. I don't know why. Uh, totally not a horror movie, totally off topic, but it was around, <laughs> he made it around the same time. like, it was the, one of those were, you know, right next to each other. And yeah, there were two two sort of weird genre movies that Eddie Murphy made that, you know, they didn't really do well at the box office, but yeah, they're total guilty pleasures. Now it's going to bug me until I figure out what that movie is. <laughs> right. Well, I just thought oh, of Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights. Oh, yeah, there you go. Well done. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. I just thought of a classic Halloween movie that I can't believe you, Mr. Tessie, did not bring up. Hey, my last name should not be used. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Crow. What a vampire movie. Or no, no, uh, Halloween movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Vampire movie if there's a Halloween. movie, no, it's not. If there's a movie that I would love to watch every year as a staple, it'll definitely be The Crow. It's definitely yeah. one of the, my, the, my favorite soundtracks of all time. Oh, yeah. Just in general, I quote that movie still. In <laughs> fact, earlier tonight, Smokes and Road Beers. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah this I, ghost gonna kill my ass next. I love that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fire it up. Right. Uh, yeah. All right. I think we've covered quite the ground of horror movies or Halloween movies or sort of in the vein. Yeah. Well done, guys, for next to zero prep. We killed that. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Not bad. Oh, real quick, Andy, I know you, you guys watch American Horror Story, right? Yes, we do. Which is your favorite season? Uh, that is a great question. Um, I, uh, as much as I didn't like Freak Show, 
I have a soft spot for for Twisty the clown. Um, uh, Coven was one of my favorite seasons. Um, and uh, what was the other one? I, I I mean the Murder House the first season was was great because uh, I, I don't know just because that sort of started it all. Yeah. Um, but then the Asylum one was really good too. Um, so I, I don't know if if I had to pick a favorite season, I I would probably say the Coven one was my favorite. Yeah. What about you? Hotel, hands down. Oh God, no! Hotel was fantastic. Yeah. I haven't seen any of them. Sorry, I can't. Help <laughs> um, they're on Netflix, Nate. You should. Yeah. I mean, you should start. I, I wish. If, I if you have time. Oh, after after watching Who Made Who and uh, um, or uh, Maximum Overdrive, I mean, and uh, yeah. yeah, well, the Haunting yeah. Hill House uh, just caught me first episode last night, and I can't believe I was able to sleep. Yeah, so I'm gonna work my way through that, I think, and then the second season of Castlevania is live on Netflix now. Oh, too. that's right. Oh, I gotta watch that. Oh, yeah, God, it's so good. I watched the first episode and was just like, oh, thank God it's a full season. I think it's eight right. episodes. Four this time. So. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, you know, honestly, I've been kind of looking for a new anime to get back into. Oh, definitely do that because this mm-hmm. season they introduce the other characters. Like it has Alucard, and uh, there's a magic, a mage, and somebody else. And it's oh, awesome. There it is. All right, well done, ladies and gentlemen. Another rum and regret podcast in the books. And there you go. Yeah, we did the thing, guys. Congratulations. Hey, hoppa. Break a glass. <laughs> Cuttlefish and asparagus or vanilla paste? Yeah, so until next time, uh, let us know what you think, guys. Write in the comments anything that we missed. What are your thoughts on the, the ones that we pulled out of our asses? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Indifferent? Recommend us, things that we should watch? Yeah, give us some feedback. It'd be great to hear from you. Until then. (laughs) 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 Go fuck yourself, San Diego. (laughs) Get on that note. There we go.